Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ars Sinclair. I'm John. And I'm Aaron. Aaron, you're sporting your Ars Sinclair shirt today. You got I that like right, it. buddy. I'm feeling the flow this week of the Sinclair, my friend. You know, you too could have uh, your own Ars Sinclair shirt if you go over to AmigaTees.com. You can order yourself up one of those. We got the classic design and the Manic Miner inspired Patreon shirt as well. AmigaTees.com. This concludes. Who doesn't want to wear me around thing. all the time, Boat? All right. That is a great dress question. like the champ. Yeah, dress dress like the champ, be the champ. This will be our new tagline. That's right. You know who? Uh, now today's episode is about Minder, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. And I don't really want to talk about Minder right now. <laughs> what? What I'd like to talk about is this sort of like genre of TV show, because this comes from a specific time in TV history where shows like this were sort of common. You've got your sort of ne'er-do-well protagonist who's sort of shady. He's got a boss that's sort of shady. They all go around doing shady things, but they've all got hearts of gold when it all comes down to it. Charlie's Angels is pretty much the American minder. No. I'm sticking no to way. it. I've made they my claim. They have nothing to do with each other. I disagree. <laughs> I, I, Charlie's Angels were not... They weren't... They weren't... In the, in, what? Prove they were me wrong. All the time. Prove me angels. wrong. They weren't angels. They worked for a covert organization. No, but they were doing good stuff. They weren't ever doing the evil stuff. Minder revels bad. in good stuff. What's his name? Ralphie say, Allen? I'm trying to think of an American equivalent to Minder. Um, it's tough. I would say maybe Hardcastle McCormick or something like that, maybe. You know? Because one thing about Minder, listen, I want to talk about Minder. Because I got into this show this week, since because I when this game came up, I never heard of Minder, and I never heard the term of what a Minder was, mm -hmm. you know? And so I watched about the first half of the first season of Minder, and so I could figure out what was going on. And, the, and just so I could understand what was going on in the game. And I know you watched it, some of it, too, right? Yeah, yeah, I watched a couple yourself. episodes, yeah. And so... Uh, what I liked about Minder, first of all, you could tell the show started in the 70s because it had that f feel to it. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. I, this is what I liked about shows in the 70s. Terry, who is the Minder, right? He's a, he's a hard man, former boxer, did a, did a couple stints in the joint, right? But like you said, he's, he's reformed. He's got the heart of gold. And, but in the show, like, chicks are all over him. Right. And men fear him, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in real life, like, when you look at this guy now, he just sort of looks like a geek. He doesn't look... He's not <laughs> he's, particularly he's, handsome. He's a balding man with a mullet, is what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's not handsome, yeah. and he doesn't look particularly hard. He no. just looks like this... Uh, he just... Like, in the very first episode, they're in this strip joint, and he throws a guy out. And it, I never in my wildest dreams saw this guy as the lead character of the show. I was like... I, like, I had no idea. And then... Uh, 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 but I like that, because that happens a lot every time up until, say, the 80s, where you would just have... Because Terry's perfect for this role. He's the everyman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think he's, you saw... He's a realistic guy. The, the 70s you know? were a time where you could have people that were famous that did not look like movie stars. Like, this happened in right. music all the time. Look at freaking Seals and Crofts, man. Those guys look like... <laughs> just, I mean, we look more like rock stars than they do. So, well, this... You're right. It was it was a weird time, but it was a good time because people people were more interested with other things other than appearance. Then when the '80s came around, they flipped the script on that real quick. Yeah, but I, but so right out of the gate, I thought, okay, this is good. Then you've got Arthur, 
who, and, and I've been told, I've read, and I've watched some specials on this show, and I even watched the reunion special, which I jumped the gun, but I had to watch it, where uh, Terry and Arthur get married together. Um, they, they, I've heard that the dynamic of the show changes a lot after like a couple seasons, because in the first season, what I watched, it looked like it was mostly about Terry and Arthur would kind of come in and to add some color, mm-hmm. where later on, it's sort of like an even, in fact, it's sort of his show. It ends up being his show eventually. And Terry's sort of kind of almost secondary. And then eventually Terry uh, leaves the show and they bring in another guy. And that was when, uh, the, but, that uh, was when uh, the series really tank old. Well, I mean, it just kept, you know, it's hard to quit. And by the time Arthur, time Arthur was like a national treasure. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, I like, I like these shows that have this element of st- a street crime, like, what it's like to live in this weird world where everyone's a hustler. You know what I'm saying? Where everyone's working an angle mm-hmm. and where everyone is trying to get over on the other guy who's also working an angle. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was telling, uh, uh, I was telling a few people when I was talking about the show this week that, that I guarantee you Guy Ritchie had to have watched some of these because his movies are sort of like that too. Who this is Guy level. Ritchie? Uh, you ever seen uh, 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 Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Mm-mm. or Snatch? No, none of those. Well, you, they're kind of violent. You probably wouldn't like it, but they're about like British street level thugs working with you know, and it's it's sort of a harder, more edgier version of of Minder uh, with uh, with a more modern spin, you know. But Minder has a uh, um, there's a quality to it that I like. Because it's got all kinds of characters that just chew up the scenery, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I like they. I like the guys they bring in the guest stars now. And this show went on to have a ton of like big guest stars that went on to do a lot of stuff. That's something else the show's known for, you know. Uh, but I like I like the uh, um, I like sort of the relationship between Terry and Arthur. It's kind of a strange relationship because Terry works for Arthur, but Arthur. Uh, must have done something for Terry to get him to stick around, but they never tell you what it is. Oh, and even yeah. on the revive on the reunion special, they say they don't know what it is. They just they never made it up. <laughs> but they owed him a favor, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, something else I like is the guy that plays Terry sings the theme, which I'm always down with that. Mm-hmm. And he also they also did a Christmas song in character. Did you did you watch <laughs> no, the video for that? I didn't see that. It was on like Top of the Pops where it's Terry and Arthur and they do this like Christmas song kind of almost like a bit of dialogue rap type thing. It's wow. great. Okay. You know, uh, so I highly recommend it. In fact someone posted in the Discord. Uh, but uh, uh, I think it's a, a real fun show. So this is one of those episodes of a sh- uh, that we do boat where I'm I just loved it. I just mm-hmm. loved. I would never have found this show uh, if it wasn't for this. And I will say, this show started right about the same time as uh, uh, Tales of the Unexpected in the late '70s and traveled in the '80s. So it's right in my wheelhouse in terms of the actors and stuff because I recognize a lot of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was digging it all week long. I like the theme. It's a great theme. The opening of this is. It looks like Arthur's trying to sell Terry a car, which I thought. <laughs> I never quite understood what that meant. I don't know if anyone knows, you know. Uh, so uh, uh, I dug it. Cool. I guess long story short, what did you think of the show, just in general? You know, I, I didn't like it as much as you did. Um, I had a hard time trying to figure out, and maybe if I would have watched a couple more episodes, like I said, I watched about an episode of in a half. Um, but it seemed to me that the episode that I watched, the first episode that I watched, 
was, I believe, season one, episode four, which is where he was put in charge of the Lebanese guy. Did you watch that one? Uh, no, I, didn't, I don't think I, I skipped around after the first three. Okay, uh, but anyway, it was it, it was a it seemed like it was pretty straightforward uh, show where you know he was put in charge of this guy and they were like it's going to be nothing, but it turns out that the whole world's after him. And uh, there's a uh, there's you know some action at the end where there's a chase scene and stuff like that, and it just seemed to be like a lamer version of Magnum PI. So this isn't the one where the guy came out of jail, is it? No, no. Okay, no. that was because the plot sounds similar to like episode two. That's why I was asking. <laughs> I'm sure there were quite a few of those. Yeah, and it part of the problem was that the volume was very low, so I missed. A, you know, it, it, the the biggest part of the show like this is the dialogue. It's you're not you're not tuning in for the nonstop action. And to be honest with you, I'm going to be straight up. There were some things that I just didn't understand because the slang flew over my head, like. Uh, there was one scene in particular where he was on the phone with Arthur and uh, and and um, what's his name said, hey, I think he might be a topper. Do you know what a topper is? No. Okay, well, Arthur dropped the phone in surprise. Okay, so the mere fact that like the, the episode hinges on the fact that there's this piece of slang that I don't know what that means. Like a lot of this stuff was just over my head. I get the cool atmosphere, you know, the, the the 70s atmosphere, and I got some mileage out of that, but this isn't really a show that I think I'll return to after this. Well, just to fill people in that haven't seen the show, uh, the show, again, Minder, it ran 11 series. Uh, that's a lot. And 114 episodes. Now, again, some of those uh, episodes, there was a break uh, in between a couple of seasons, and then they actually switched characters. But the original show had uh, Dennis Waterman as Terry, who also sings, and also uh, you had George Cole as Arthur. Apparently, uh, Arthur's character and Cole are like almost like national treasure level popularity. I, I read that his character was one of the top, and, and some of the polls was like one of the uh, most favorite characters in all of British TV. And you could see why, because this guy is the uh, one of the things I like about the show is how is how cheap. Arthur is, and it's a running gag about him picking up the tab for drinks, him trying to screw, he tries to screw everyone out of money. Like, there's a scene where he cashes in some money, and he tells the teller, he goes, it's two, it's all there, 2,000 quid, you don't need to count it, love. Of course, it's 120 quid short, you know, he has to pay her off. Then there's a scene where, uh, I saw a scene where Terry was looking at this job board to get jobs, and Arthur's like, you know, you don't need to do this. You're a better man than this. You know, you don't need to be doing that. And he goes, it, it pains him to see you doing this. And he reaches into his pocket like, like he's going to get some money out. And he goes, hey, that looks good. <laughs> he points to the job. I thought that was funny. <laughs> There's In the very first episode, I don't know if you watch it, where Terry's stuck in a bank vault. Uh, uh, he had a date with a stripper, and Arthur came across her. So Arthur's out in the street telling the press that this was his wife. And oh getting money for a secret interview. It's funny. Did you notice? I mean, were they? Because the episode that I watched, there was a big scene in like this Swedish massage place where they were talking about like topless assisted showers and stuff like that. And of course, all this stuff is implied. But I mean, I was surprised that they were kind of selling oh, the uh, the. Uh, oh, it was there. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was nudity. Even in the game, there's nudity. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, so yeah, they, was, you know, in the seventies, the rules were definitely a bit looser over there on the uh, on the on the uh, the British side than in the American. You didn't see any of that stuff in American TV. From from what I read, uh, they sort of started phasing out the nudity as the show went on. But like, yeah, there was nudity. The very first episode, they're in a strip club. There's a naked chick dancing. Mm. You know. So yeah, <laughs> it, there's definitely nudity. 
But I mean, again, it's it, that's a '70s thing in the UK. And I, when you talk about the slang and stuff, uh, you're right. I had to turn the volume up. It was a little dim on the YouTube video. Of course, I don't know how it, you could break a DVD version. It's great, but uh, um, the slang and stuff. I'm just used to not knowing what they're saying. Sometimes, like. You know, t- I remember one time Terry said, "Oh, next you'll be telling me so and so's in the, you know, in the stocks or whatever." Right. Well, I don't know who the heck he's talking about because yeah. I'm not a British guy, you know. Right. But that's, I've watched enough British shows to where it just sort of like I just sort of either keep on going or occasionally I'll look up to figure out what they're talking about. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't know what a minder was until this week, and that's something I never came across through all the years I've been watching this stuff. So it was, it's it was nice to uh, it was nice to see it come come down the line here. Mm-hmm. So with all that said, you want to get into it, both? Let's get into it, man. All right, man. So this was released in 85. Now, again, the show debuted in 79, so this is well in. Uh, but this would have been right around when this show was uh, peaking in popularity. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember looking at a video or reading something that said that the 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 top the top year of this show, like the season the season finale was uh, in 1986. So this was definitely it, released at an opportune time. It says here, according to this wiki on the show, the highest rated episode was 1984's uh, Secondhand Pose with 16.4 million viewers. Mm-hmm. And then in 2005, that's when Arthur came in second in the uh, 50th anniversary poll for the favorite TV character. So, yeah, this is exactly released at the right time. Okay. There's no doubt about that. Uh, this was published by DKtronics Limited. Uh, they did a couple games we've actually looked at or talked about. Benny Hill... Uh, Popeye, uh, Centibug. I remember making that joke last time we did this. <laughs> uh, this was uh, created by Leon Griffiths and programmed by Don Priestley. He's We've actually ran into him before. He did Popeye, Trapdoor, uh, Benny Hill, City Patrol. So we've, he's, that's, he's done a bunch. This is outside of his usual the fair for us, both in my opinion. Mm-hmm. This is a lot different than, say, Trapdoor, for example. Right, right. Um, graphics were Ed Hickman. Uh, we haven't done any of his stuff. He did Apple Jam, High Frontier, and Zigzag. Uh, the uh, this was a 48k uh, game, and this was pretty much all keyboard on this one. Uh, this was uh, originally sold at nine pound ninety five p. This game is, uh, I will say, having watched the show before I played the game, this was not what I expected to be doing. To be to be completely honest with you. Uh, in the show, like you said, the first season, I heard the first three seasons sort of the same with uh, like some action scenes and a lot of that sort of thing. This game is is uh, is totally sort of a, what would you call this thing, Bo? Like a business simulation? I would call it, I would call it a, a, management? A, it was a trade simulator. Tra- a trade, that's perfect. A yeah. trade simulator. I couldn't have come up with that one. So in this one, you pretty much play as Arthur and you're basically going around town and you're and you're working angles. You're trying to find an earner, as he says. And and how you do that is you have an in, you start off with an inventory, and I think it's two thousand pounds. And you are your goal was to get through fifteen days and make as much money as you can. And how do you do that? Well, you do that by bartering, buying and selling goods, uh, shady goods most of the time. Mm-hmm. And how you do that is just through a series of screens. Uh, where you visit different uh, dealers, different buyers, and try to make deals, and then try to get the goods delivered on time, and try to stay out of trouble. Uh, there's no fighting. There's no driving simulator. There's no gunplay. Uh, there's none of that stuff, is there, Boat? 
There's really, there's really not anything going on in this game other than the buying and selling of goods. Yeah. Now it, the the game opens with the 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 song. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I would be so I would be so good for you. Mm -hmm. That song, and then uh, uh, you but you hear it a lot, and you see Arthur's Jag driving down the street. Mm -hmm. And then and by the way, I didn't realize, at least I don't know if that's when the thing loads or what, but I don't mind if I hit the space bar, I would just I would go to where I was going. But otherwise, it seems like you could just sit there and look at that car for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, it won't you... stop in, until you press the space bar. Yeah. <laughs> just keep so, on driving. I <laughs> yeah, I told Boat that this was a game I I did what I always do. I just tried to play it without the docks and uh no. Mm -mm. Absolutely Not no happen. no. If, you can't do that, can you, Boat? No. So <laughs> I ended up having to go and consult like some uh, documents for help and get some tips to try to figure out what the heck I was even supposed to do in this game uh, before I could figure it out. So uh, most of this game, is, like I said, is, is you bartering with a guy for, for a, getting the best price on your goods, bought and sold goods. Uh, when you make your price, and let's just say like I, often I'll start with like coats, let's say. Uh, you will find a guy who wants to buy coats, and then you'll try to get the best price. And he'll say, okay, I'll give you a 12 pound, and you'll say, you know, 100 pound. He'll say 20 pound. You'll say, you'll say 70 pound. And back and forth until you either agree on a term, or he just kicks you out, basically, right. or you won't sell to him. And then once you sell to him, he will say, okay, these are to collect on delivery. And then you also have to arrange to have them delivered. And then once you have them delivered, hopefully it goes well. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it don't go well, and you don't get all your money. Uh, and sometimes even you know you'll also can anger the guy you sold to if you sold him crappy goods. Right. You know, and it's basically a lot of rinse and repeat on that, isn't it, Bode? It is. It's 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 that's underselling it. <laughs> the uh, uh, there are several different places you can go in the game. It gives you a choice uh, when you start off. Uh, you get you can go to uh, you can go to Terry's flat, which is Terry is the uh, guy from, is the uh, minder from the show. You can go to various different dealers. You can also go to the Winchester Club, which Winchester Club is in the game is in this show. That's a bar that the they, the two guys hang out at a lot, and I think that also Arthur's sort of like a partial owner. Mm -hmm. Arthur's got a lot of sticks in the fire. He yeah. also has like a used car lot. He also owns stuff. that that Swedish massage place too. Yeah, he's got. Well, I think they. I think he owns what they need that week, basically. You know, or or at least has a stake in it. Uh, you also the bartender is the guy from the show. Uh, he, he and he'll he's in there, uh, and you and he always puts your drinks on the slate, which that's a running gag in the show that uh, Arthur never pays his tab, <laughs> basically for like seasons and seasons of not paying the tab. Mm -hmm. um, you can go around. I mean, I got. How did you do with this game, Bo? And what were your strategies? I'd be interested to hear because we haven't talked about it before now. <clears throat> well, this the, the, what is the strategy? I mean, that I know. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking that when like, I like there there is no strategy. The strategy is is that you you've got this this stuff, and you 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 make note of it. You go to any one of these locations. You pick a guy to talk to. You say, hey, I've got this stuff. Do you want it? They say yes or no. Then the guy might say, hey, I've got this other stuff. Do you want it? And you say yes or no. And if at any point either of the parties says yes to either of those questions, then you start the price negotiations. 
and the price negotiations say, all right, I'll take 30. How about 70? How about 40? How about 60? How about 50? How about 55? Deal. Or at some point, the guy might say no and then walk away. So I've just explained the entire game. That's it. That's the game. Now, there are random events that can occur. You can uh, get caught selling uh, shady merchandise. Well, I mean, shady defective merchandise. Uh, and you can get hit and go to the hospital and, and you lose time. Uh, you can get caught selling shady merchandise that is of dubious quality and get money taken away from you. At the end of your 15 days, uh, however much money you have is the score. Um, and so there's no way to lose Minder. Uh, you're not in competition with any other Minders. It's not like there's a league of Minders that are all trying to, to get you know the best deal. Um, if you enjoy uh, simple negotiating, if you enjoy obscure commands, uh, if you enjoy referring to the documentation quite a bit to make sure that you type things incorrectly, you will love Minder. If you enjoy fast-paced action, this is not the Spectrum game for you. If you watched Minder and you watched a car chase, or if you watched the dude kick somebody in the face, you're not going to get any of that. The only person that's getting hit in the face is you, the Minder. Um, so it's this is a this is another one of these games where it's like, boy, this is something different. It's something different, all right, um, and it's tangentially related to the show and that there's shady dealings, but. Um, yeah, I found this to be one of the least exciting gaming experiences of my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> a burial. I will say, I like this more having gotten into the show. Well, you couldn't like it that. less. Well, I, it's, a, it's a... You know what this sort of reminds me of on the Amiga? There's that game, Rockstar's Ate My Hamsters. This is totally you, different I, than that's that. That's a better game. Yes. All right, no, this, that's a better game. But, I mean, it's sort of the... It's just sort of a, there's not a ton of action going on, and there's the the thing about it is I mean and, and I haven't watched the show long enough to know if like some of the guys you deal with are regulars on the show. I only saw some of his guys, so I think there's some of it probably would help if you were into the show. One of the things that's odd about this game is the way you do the deals by typing it. You have to type in text like a text adventure, mm -hmm. and I had to get a big list of the stuff that of the things you can type in. But you can actually do some kind of interesting stuff. Yeah, if you can't find. If you can't find a, uh, like, for example, if you find somebody looking for a product you don't have, you can ask people that are trying to sell you one thing if they've got this other thing. Right. So sometimes you can, you can work little side deals like mm -hmm. that out to try to get yeah. what you're I looking mean, for. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it that. I'll give you that. You could also get, uh, you could also dump, like, which I never did this, but you can dump stolen goods so you won't get nicked by the cops. Uh, you can also but have, I, okay, uh, yeah, you, know, you you can do that, but there's no there's no mechanic that says all right, the cops are on your tail. You know, you better dump this stuff right away. Like, there's no way of knowing. It just seems, at least well, to me, it seemed like a totally random event when that would happen. I well, the cops did talk to me uh, every once in a while. Like, we're looking at you, Arthur. You know, you're you better stay clean. You know that. So I don't know if that right. If there may be a tip in there that I don't know. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the benefit of the doubt and assume it's not just totally random. Uh, something else you can do is uh, also I got beat up one time when I sold a guy a bunch of uh, what was it I sold him? There's a bunch of crazy. I will say the goods in the game are pretty funny, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And it, which uh, that's a running gag on the show. There's a, I remember watching on the show one time he sold he was trying to sell these guys 
uh, a bunch of one-legged chickens. And he said, he, and they asked him, why are they one-legged chickens? And he said, the farmers find them easier to catch. You know, it's, <laughs> that is you know, so, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know, that's, a, that's a thing on the show where they see sells these, and the, the game is just exactly the same way. In fact, one of the things you can sell or buy are ZX Spectrum and Anstrad tapes, which mm -hmm. I thought was funny. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there <laughs> are, um, there are, the, the dialogue is amusing. Like, yeah. you know, the, the problem is, is that the dialogue is amusing and slow to appear. So you're sitting yeah. there, and, and it, it would have been great if they would have. Uh, and of course, this is this is a classic problem with a lot of old games: is that the, the text spells out way too slow. Yeah, and uh, you know, you could even when you're doing the the uh, bartering, you could even tell the guy like if the guy said like, "Listen, I've got a bunch of of tape or VCR or uh, televisions to sell you," for example, mm -hmm. and, and you can ask him. You know, if he wants you to make a an offer, you could ask him, "What do you want for him?" You could actually. You could get him to make an offer, right. which I think is kind of neat. Yeah. So they, yeah. they put a little bit of they put a little extra stuff in there to spice it up a little bit, so it's not totally just generic, you know. Uh, but it's not uh, it's it's funny. Like I said, having watched this after the first three, for watching the first season, where you could see this show was much more based on Arthur. I mean, effectively, Terry's just another face in the in the yeah. crowd here. You yeah. Yeah. That that was something that that I noticed that I was I was really confused about because I figured that Arthur or I'm sorry that Terry was the main guy in the show because I'd only seen those two episodes. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, Arthur Arthur became the focal point or at least the co-focal point at some point later down the line, mm -hmm. which uh, which it's which is fine because he's got a great character, but this. They could this this should be called this shouldn't be called Minder because Terry's the Minder. This should be called Arthur Simulator because mm -hmm. yeah. this, in my mind this is the crap that Arthur's doing like when you don't see it on TV right. or you just see a glimpse of it. This is his daily life. Yeah, he gets up and runs around town scamming as many people as he can out of the money. Mm -hmm. You know, but I still thought it was pr pretty funny. You know, is this the best Spectrum game we've played? No, uh, but. Uh, it it is uh, the one of the more unique ones we've played. I, I will say that. I mean, Absolutely. I don't think I've Absolutely. ever played a game quite like it. Mm -hmm. I've played games that are trading simulators, like you said, but this one this one has the uh, the humor and the uh, and just enough variance where I thought it was a, a fun diversion. I'll this tell you, if they would have if they would have given you more goals, like yes. uh, then it would have really improved things. Like I would have been happy if they would have cut this game in half. You know, give me 15 days is way too long to play through this thing. Um, and maybe say, like, you need to have this much by this time or else it's game over. Did you ever um, finish a game of this? Oh, Lord, no. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no. I worked on the same game for a while. I just kept saving it. What? Uh, I never got to... the, you know, there's a game on the Nintendo called Wall Street Kid. Okay. And it's. Oh, I know you love that one. Well, it's, it's not a great game. Um, but it what it does is it's it's very similar to this. Instead of buying and selling shady goods, you're buying and selling stocks. But it, it works sort of the same way. But the way that it works is that as you advance through the story of the game, you have to have like this much to do this thing. So you could say like, okay, Terry wants to, or you know, Arthur, you you want to buy a new car, so you've got to have five thousand pounds by the end of day three. And so you try and get there. If you don't get there, the game's over. But if you do get there, you get a little cutscene, and then it's like, here's a new challenge, you know? So that that would have made me get, that would have given me, it's really, really hard to have an incentive to play through the 15 days when you know that no matter how well or how poorly you do, the game just ends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, 
listen, the thing, it's a it's a cheat. One thing we got to consider that some of these games. This was a ten pound game that was uh, that was released in '85. There was a tie-in. We've seen some of these tie-ins that have. So I think they did a good job tying this in with the show and making it give. It had, does have the feel of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you do get the flavor of sure. the show. But I mean, I don't think they invested uh, 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 forty pounds worth of work into this ten-pound game. They did. They did what they had to do to release this thing, and then they did very little else. Yeah. Uh, I, I, again, I like seeing some of the scenes from the show. I'll, and someone suggested. I, I remember we talked about this early in the week that we need to watch the show before we play it. That's the truth. If yeah. you're not in the Minder, don't even bother playing this game. I absolutely it's not agree. Be fun for absolutely you. agree. If you're in the Minder, uh, then you could you'll find this an amusing diversion. You know, uh, uh, but you know, uh, and that's as far as I'll go. I found uh, is it one I would come back to? You could come back to it because there's replay value there. Because really, but I mean, once you play the 15 days, you're probably gonna be done for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but overall, I enjoyed it. Once I figured out what was going on, it's it's. I would have also not done it the way they did it with the text the commands. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I'd rather have menus or something, but maybe that just wasn't well, possible. Well, the problem is, is without a mouse, negotiating menus with cursor keys is no good. Well, I mean, it, or maybe just some, I would have changed that interface possibility. I, I, I'm not too. Well, I would have just I mean, simplified you, it a little bit. I would have just said like, like you could have just had like, you know, I don't know. I would have. I'd have to think about it more. Part of the charm of the game is that they give you sort of the the things to say that are funny and clever. But the problem yeah. is is that you have to refer to the documentation to figure what those things are out. It's not like you're going to organically know what to say all the time. And the fact that you have to say okay a lot, like are you Arthur? You can't say yes. You have to say okay. That that's the sort of thing that really makes this game like anytime you have to refer to the documentation when you're trying to have this organic conversation, it's it's a real downer. Plus, you, get, you can badmouth the people you work with. <laughs> yeah. Case. There's a lot of, like I said, there's some, it's a very cute game, and you can tell the people that made it were intimate with the show. Yeah, yeah. Because they know they, they know a lot of things that made the show fun. So, uh, like I said, this one's for fans, uh, in my opinion. Um, did we get any, oh, I should mention, uh, I did get a review on this. So World of Spectrum uh, gave this an 8.28. There weren't a ton of reviews on this one, Bo. Did we get anything on the Discord for this one? We did. Uh, we got a couple right, of reviews. So we got, let's see here, our Sinclair reviews. Uh, Paul, a.k.a. Hermsky, who is the uh, Clive's Club member that suggested we play this game, says, a Herm firm 8.5 out of 10 game. A game with great humor and banter, interacting with many shady characters reminiscent of the hit TV series which inspired my very first car purchase, a Ford Capri. Wheeling and dealing, negotiating and delegation, collecting and delivering, avoiding the law, all played its part in delivering an addictive business management type game. However, the game's music was ear-piercing and nothing like the original track. Pen and paper were essential for taking notes of your stock inventory and costings together with stock awaiting collection and delivery. This saved you visiting the lockup and eliminated the risk of being caught by the law. A little weird that you can only get penalized for stolen goods when you're at the lockup. Once you've mastered the commands, it's a great game for its time and once again demonstrating the versatility of the spectrum. I will say the music is ear piercing. Mm-hmm. We mentioned earlier, my kid walked in when I was playing this and, and squeaked. He's like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And I said, it's a game. 
And then about 10 minutes later, he came walking in, and he was like, I like that music. I was like, I didn't know what to think about him at that point. I did try the Amstrad version of this and the, uh, 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 just or watch a video of it, and the music is, is better, but it didn't look that great to me. Mm-hmm. So I will say, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it plays. Well, it if, it's, if, if it's a Sinclair Sport or if it's a ZX Spectrum port on the Amstrad, it's probably going to look horrible because they tend to all do that, do that way. Well, Aaron, as we close... we get anything else on the Discord? Well, that was it. That was our only review. Okay, great. Well, I should mention that I did not find any of these on eBay to, for, for, really? for purchase. So. They've all been bought no, up I by just... all those minder collectors out there. Hey, maybe so. You never know. You never know. Do you have this one in your collection, Boat? That's a good question. Uh, once, I, bet, I think you've got this one. Once I got past like the 300th title that Roushey sent us, <laughs> I, I, I neglected to keep the spreadsheet up. So, yeah, I'll have to look through and see if I can find it. If I do... I, it's got your name on it. Yeah. Um, I do want to thank uh, all the fine folks that have joined us here in the Twitch chat. Uh, we got Hermsky, Hermsky the man himself here with us, Duncan Styles, Mitsuyama, Paul Kitching. I am Dan Forth. Welcome, I am Dan Forth. Uh, Paul Kitching, Pixels at Dawn, Edvin Helen, L. Curtis B., Polyester Lynx, uh, Duke L.H. Hudson, L. Hudson. So thank you guys. Uh, we appreciate you being with us here on uh, on the show. Uh, we do tape our Sinclair every Friday evening. Feel free to join us on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. We want to thank all our Twitch subscribers. Uh, we've got G. Vebke, Chris Folds, Judge Dave, Spy Hunter 20, 2016, Spy Hunter UK 2016, Frodo NL, The Slow Norse, Darkwing 602, Honored Shadow, GoToGoSub, Mitsuyama, Johnny Renegade, Wing Chun Wolf, Buck Owens, Still Adolescing, Retro Jerry, Creepy Dead Boy, Rushi MSX, and Christian Roussel. Thank you guys, and I believe that uh, I am Dan over there, who just joined us today, is also a, a recent uh, Twitch Prime subscriber, so thank you very much. Um, thank you, guys. And finally, Aaron, this show would be nothing without our Patreon supporters. I thank them by name right now. Mark Downey, Hermsky, Andrew Waite, Cap'n Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbo Knot, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassal. Thank you guys so much for supporting our Sinclair. Aaron, next week we're going to play a new Spectrum game. This game just came out last year. Oh my. This was suggested by a Clive's Club member, Frodo NL. And as always, if you are interested in becoming a supporter of Our Sinclair, you can just check out patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. We're going to be playing Drift. Remember, remember seeing this game, Aaron? Drift. I don't, but okay. I really don't. This is very graphically impressive. I remember when this was all the rage last year, so I'm really looking forward to this one. This and, is, uh, and who, was, who, who suggested this, this one? This is uh, Frodo NL suggested this. Okay, it's very exciting. I would have also, you said uh, Minder was suggested by Hermsky, Hermsky, is that right? Right, right. I want to give Hermsky a special shout out for introducing me to this show. Absolutely. Because if it wasn't for your pick, I would never have found this, and I have enjoyed it beyond your belief. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to next week's game to play. It's been a while since we played a new game on the, spe- on right. the Spectre. I was right. What was the last one we played, Vicar? Uh, no, that was like episode two. We've done, we did the Haunted Mansion. We've done a Haunted couple. Mansion. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, so this, I, I, it's neat to see these new ones. I'm very excited about that boat. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks as always for watching.